guys, it's the Spice Cast. Welcome back. Uh, I'm Ben Joe. We got Dan Bullard doing sound. We have Old Nick and the Gypsies. All the Gypsies. Are you guys Old Nick or are you guys all the Gypsies? Like, what's going on here? Well, Who's there's th- a big debate about that. <laughs> <laughs> that is yet to be solved, huh? Yeah. I try to tell everybody I'm Old Nick, but, but we won't have it. But they won't <laughs> have it. So. Old Nick is somewhere else. Like yeah. Old Nick couldn't make it tonight, but right. next time. Right. Well, well, thanks so much for coming, y'all. Um, Thanks. Welcome to the show. This is we're in Spice Rack Studios. We got Old Nick and the Gypsies playing some tracks for us live, live later for you guys. It's live for us, so it's sort of live. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So, how did you guys uh, come together as a group? What started it all? Uh, funny enough, I guess like at the very beginning, uh, Cameron here was good friends with my little brother that got us started playing together, and then uh, we've been playing together for a few months before we met Sarah. We started playing together in May of 2014 and we met sarah in august and we just immediately hit it off like it was let's say that's not long like a month for you guys and then sarah comes in and like it was a couple months and then sarah came in and and she learned how to play like two or three songs within like a week and that was great pacing so we just nice we've, we've we've really taken off from there Oh, cool, cool. And uh, were you guys all singers beforehand? Uh, like, seems like you're you're all pretty comfortable with the singing. Not everybody can do that. Like, were you all singing w- while you played before before this uh, this venture? I've been singing since I was fourteen and writing songs. I started writing songs when I was ten, but I've been singing and playing since I was fourteen. Yeah. And Josh kind of took a hiatus here. Yeah, I mean, I've been singing. Obviously, I grew up at, like in a church environment, so I grew up singing like acapella stuff mm-hmm. in church, and I never really took the stage to sing unless I needed to, you know, like we lost a singer in another band or whatever. And I was able to step in, but, uh, I've actually, I've actually enjoyed being able to sing a lot more, uh, with this group than really I've ever been able to before. And it's nice having three voices. Absolutely. Yeah. No doubt. What about you, Sarah? As far as the singing goes, I've, I've been singing since I was, you know, could sing, uh, but, uh, <laughs> since I you had vocal cords, to, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually, uh, Stayed in the, my sister and I had a group together. We called ourselves the Tory. And yeah, she's, anyway, (laughs) it was actually pretty cool. I would stay in the back and I would just do harmony. And then once we separated, it was like, now I could do lead and then found these guys and it's pretty cool. Cool. Was that, was that like a a change for you going from uh, harmony to lead? It was like a really big change. Like I actually have enjoyed being able to be, part of you know actually singing lead parts as opposed to you know having to fight with my sibling trying to fight for who gets the lead and just saying whatever i'll take harmony <laughs> was she the oldest or what uh we're actually she have the height advantage on you oh well okay there you i'm go. two minutes older than she is but she's still you know also, <laughs> we don't fight near as much anymore because she's in wisconsin and you know i just you know say i'll just take the harmony i don't, I don't care it sounds really <laughs> difficult to fight with someone when in skyping. wisconsin when, when, we're, <laughs> when we're skyping it's like i think you should get hello did you freeze <laughs> buffering <laughs> it's like buffering it's like r- loading rage in 10 minutes or something it's i don't like, know it's like, it's like <laughs> skyping is like trying to order dominoes and they're like hello welcome to the dominoes hotline for pizza blah 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 pasta blah blah you know before you can ever order the freaking pizza so it's like 
That's that's pretty much me and my sister's conversations. I think they have guides online where you can just like look up how to get to the Domino's person. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, but yeah. I just always cram buttons, and it doesn't always work. Like sometimes <laughs> I'm talking to someone in India and Spanish suddenly, and it's just yeah. I don't know. India and Spanish—that's impressive. <laughs> that's 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 <laughs> double outsourcing, it's sir. Like, yeah, that's like, like, are we exporting our immigrants to India now? <laughs> it's like. You know what? The Americans won't go. The immigrants, I mean, they were already coming in anyway, right? And just keep them going. Just, it's the economy uh, these days. The right, economy. It's terrible. But as well, far cool. as singing goes, I've, I've really enjoyed singing with these guys. Well, yeah. Well, you sound like... Uh, so, how long has it been total that you guys... You said last year I mean, coming together? All August, three of you. August is when we really got together. You're like as old as our program. Like, our program started in August, so we're we're like the same. We are born the same month. about seven months. Roughly. Well, that's awesome, because you guys sound, like, very, very in sync. Uh, give you that much. It sounds great together. Like, it uh, sounds like you've been playing for many years or something. Thank you very much. Well, that's one thing that we noticed really early on was that our chemistry was very, mm-hmm. very, like, a, you know, we were very alike as far as, like, what we knew as far as our music And playing with a lot of musicians yeah, before, it. That's, that's a strange <laughs> thing to find, just yeah. instant chemistry like that. Yeah. And we just locked in like we had been playing together for years and... And do you guys, I don't know if you know your classifications, I don't even know them very well vocally, but you sound like uh, you've got the bass covered, like vocally yeah, and for the basses, part, and yep. do you guys, are you guys both the treble, is that what you call it? I don't know. <laughs> kind of like a, I go, I, I hit whatever all, note everything, I can. Kind of go back and forth between baritone and tenor. No, and that's the kind of thing with me too. I have a, I have the low range, but I also mm-hmm. can come up and hit that like a low baritone, and sometimes carry like a, a melody as opposed to just lowing down bass notes and bass notes. And I like so. hit the girl notes and stuff. So the girl notes. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the girl stratosphere up yes. there, in the the high bits. <laughs> well, awesome. So uh, y'all are gonna play soft ground first. You want to talk about how this track came to be, or? Well. I was listening to Mumford and Sons a lot in 2012, uh-huh. and they were my favorite band. And when you're listening to your favorite band over and over and over again, and you don't, you realize that you don't have any original songs that sound like that. The only thing that you want to do is write an original song that sounds right. similar to a style <laughs> like that. So I kind of took their feel of songs and put my own twist to it. I wouldn't say it sounds like a specific song, but maybe maybe the style of it kind of resembles it's Mumford esque. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, and I I was at Josh's house one night and I started playing it and he really liked it. So we put it together and then introduced it to Sarah and like two years later the song actually came to life. Like it was just me on an acoustic guitar forever. But it was really wonderful seeing it come to life and now we've got it recorded and and that was even cooler. Did it change a lot from when you first had the idea oh. to like when you had a? Uh, oh, Josh it's changed so much. Yes. It's almost it's two different <laughs> songs. Well, just... now you got two songs. It's yeah. great. You just yeah. Slap a different name on there. Yeah. Right. Sing it backwards. Yeah, know. there we go. <laughs> Did did it just did it just change the um I guess like um, the speed and all the different tonalities and stuff? I mean, ever I mean everything really. There's from... a bunch of more. There's a lot more pauses in it. At its core, it's the same song, let's say it mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. But aside from that, no. I mean, really, it's like all M&Ms are the same. The but piano not, intro you know came what I mean? later. <laughs> <laughs> the piano intro came much later. I thought that was a great idea, though. That's usually the song that we used to open up for our live gigs. Because it starts off really slow and then picks up nice with the entire band. 
Mm-hmm. It's nice to show all like two dynamics of one song with the piano, the soft intro, and then coming up with everybody in the band. Well, cool, cool. Well, we'll have a listen here. Old Nick and the Gypsies with Soft Ground.
we're back. Uh, well, I just threw down my pen, but there's my pen hitting the ground, everybody. Listen to that. This old Nick and the Gypsies with uh, soft ground. And uh, so I was going to ask each one of you, who is the first person you like played for like publicly or in some kind of performance setting? Oh, goodness. Uh, it was probably... Oh, like a bunch of um, like co-middle schoolers back in the day, <laughs> for, like the talent show. Uh, funny enough, didn't actually get to play in that talent show. Played for all the people that were going to play in the talent show, but then the people in the band that I was in quit, and so I wait right before the talent right show. Right before the talent show, like we did all the rehearsals out? before the talent show, to like to make sure the show was going to go <laughs> smoothly for the school. They quit the day before the show, said we're not doing the show. So then I get put on. Uh, uh, like announcing duty. So I'm at the table announcing all the acts now as opposed to being there. <laughs> and so I was like, whatever, you know, that's fine. Uh, did you call out all your bandmates? Be like, yeah, and be we like, were supposed to we're be supposed performing to next, but actually did. I was like, and we were supposed to be here, <laughs> but up next is my little brother playing the Star Spangled Banner on his guitar. <laughs> it's like, whatever, you know. And How are you, Cameron? School. Um, for me, not to bring it down too much, but uh, I had a great friend pass away. A few mm-hmm. years ago, um, in 2008, and I'd never really played in front of anybody. You know, I played in my bedroom my whole life, and I wrote a song for him, to, and uh, his mother wanted me to play it at his funeral. Really? So, like, every kid from my high school was there, and then multiple, so many more people. There was probably five or 600 people there. Wow. And, um, yeah, and I just got up there, and I have no idea how I, how I did it, but I kept my composure and played that song, and... That was probably my first real experience with playing in front of a big crowd. Well, that's definitely like jumping in with both feet because you got like, you're just emotional anyways, right? And and dealing with those kind of nerves really, like I don't really get nerves too bad now mm-hmm. before I play in front of anybody. Because I mean, if I feel like if I can do that, then I could, I can play in front of some people. So had you written songs uh, before that happened or? Yeah, I've been writing songs since I was, um, since I was 10. Okay. My first song. So. And I've got hundreds do you find like when uh, something like that happens to you, you just start making songs like out of the blue or what? Uh, well, heartbreak is great for songs, right? As Unfortunately, says. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's really sad. But I, I had a girl break my heart a couple years ago, and I've written like so much material out of that. I've written probably, probably twenty or thirty songs. Just that relationship gave just you the, like yeah, and it lasted songs. it lasted for three weeks. Like it's just like That's spark intense, a feeling man. and watch me go. Nice. Yeah, that was was pretty cool. Well, you know, it may have, like, ended terribly or whatever, but you get all those songs out of it. I mean, what's the other... Is there another way to do it? I don't know. I mean, I I thought... (laughs) It it actually worked out pretty well, you know? I'm not too worried about it. Yeah, I've talked to a lot of, like, a lot of our guests. They're like, yeah, it was the craziest time of my life. I was living in a house where there's all sorts of bad stuff going on. Like, it didn't feel safe, you know? But I wrote, like, 30 songs then, so, you know? (laughs) Exactly. Okay. What about you, Sarah? Was your... It was your first audience. Oh, I think my first audience. I'm trying to remember, but I do think that my first audience. Uh, I can't speak. I do think my first audience, like, performance kind of thing was at an open mic night in Decatur. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, the the venue closed down, though, because they, like, sold it to somebody. I don't know. But it was it was really fun. And, um, but the first time I 
did it, I was so scared because I was, I, this first time I'd ever, like, heard my voice like that. Like, played with the keys and then heard my voice on a speaker and I was like, hey, oh, God, no. <laughs> the first part was really loud and then it was just silent the rest yeah. of the time. <laughs> then my sister got up and she said, all right, so we're going to do this. And I'm like, yeah, because you've been in front of a microphone before. So well, you I'm were singing like, harmony the whole for, like, the beginning of your life, right? So that was mm-hmm. a different. It was great, though. I, I enjoy singing harmony. But Make it was... my way downtown. I had to do that so many times. <laughs> do you? know thousand miles <laughs> oh yeah because you're pl- you're female vocalist with yeah. the piano it's i never realized piano, exactly yeah so i would have to make so. my way downtown walking fast blah, blah, dee, blah, blah, blah. you just play it three times as fast and then like get it over with you know yeah, <laughs> that's not a song that they request for me and cameron to play very often but sweet home alabama have y'all played that one before we have oh lord it's one of our hundred dollar songs, yeah. Um, yeah. for sure. Uh, Along with Freebird, Freebird, right, right. Freebird, free Freebird's five hundred, five hundred dollars. So, that should be in everyone's contract. We will, like, we yeah, will yeah, play we'll it. totally do but it. It's like we don't mind playing you a song you want to hear, but you're going to pay for it. I think right. wagon wheels are passive, like aggressive. Not, like, oh, not all songs. Not all not songs. All songs you know, <laughs> only, just... only those two, because everybody in the world has overplayed them for thirty or forty years. It's true. Or thirty it's true. years. So, band trip to New York was interesting because everyone's like, "Oh, they're from Alabama. Let's play them." Sweet Home Alabama, like they haven't Play for heard them. it before. <laughs> it's like, a gift. It's like there's a, that a song Let's that's give this to you. boiled like, your a, brain for absolutely. years. Absolutely, there's this Jamaican guy with a steel drum. He goes, "Where are you from?" We're like, "We're from Alabama." He goes, "Oh, ding 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 ding." I'm just gonna mix it up. Be so like, the band uh, had to we're stand from Florida. Like this and we, yeah. Thank you, maybe? I don't right. know. Well, we'll, show we'll, we'll bring you back some red dirt next time we come. Alabama's famous red dirt and yeah, barbecue or whatever I, else we got. I, I don't red know. Racism. But red dirt and racism. <laughs> We've got, we got all the racism. Dirt, We're exporting that stuff by this point. Album. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> next album is red dirt and racism. <laughs> red, red dirt and racism. Well, what about as as a unit? As uh, where where did Old Nick show up first and jam oh. out with the gypsies? Oh, we played a terrible show. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it, um, I swear, every time I ask, everyone's first show is like worst. Oh, it was so bad. Our first show was. Uh, it was at the, it was at a place down in downtown Huntsville. We uh-huh. had we'd had a few practices, and we were like, "Oh well, let's just get together and play a show." Because <laughs> I, I literally, I had a friend one time who took, he practiced for like three or four months before actually, and and never played a show. He was like, "I want to make everything solid and play a show." And I was like, well, that's not fun, you know? I mean, it's fun mm-hmm. to go out there and practice for a long time and get everything pretty close. And then you start playing shows, and then your chemistry builds, and then you get better at the songs as you play more right. in front of people. So, yeah, we did that and failed miserably. We, yeah. yeah it was, the sound system was terrible. I think all the... <laughs> it was at the Voodoo Lounge in Huntsville. Oh, oh on blast. <laughs> yes. And, um... No, I just think everything was um, blown. All the speakers were blown. Yeah, and that's a but, tiny place. Yeah, and it's so a really it's small like, place. Yeah. And we had and, five and people on stage. We didn't place. have a microphone for our banjo player at the time. We had time. a banjo player. So his uh-huh. wife literally had to hold the microphone in front of his banjo for our entire set. Wow. Yeah, she was just like, yeah, here you go. Yeah, that's great. So you think like the over preparing it just didn't work out, right? Because you weren't prepared for the exactly terrible sounds. Yeah. <laughs> right. well, we thought we were ready. I mean, we were. We I mean, were we, solid did play, going in. we did play a few. It was I mean, fun. We did have several mm-hmm. practices but, before we went in. We did originally when we got together. We had eleven practices in eighteen days. Yep. So wow, that's a lot. 
So you guys like geographically located near each other, or do you? No, not, no <laughs> let's say was... eleven and eighteen. Oh I'm pretty sure you guys are from. Oh no, that that no. we cost. That was a lot of gas money, <laughs> and <laughs> hundreds of dollars and sleepless nights. Really. Yeah, like we did that, and then everybody was like, "Look, we gotta we gotta take a break. You know, <laughs> we gotta take a break for a couple of days." I'm like, out, out of two thousand dollars. Gotta get out of the red. Distance that we are between each other is probably 40, 35, 40 miles from each other's house at the closest. Right. And so from the farthest, from the farthest is at least an hour drive, you know, roughly. Depending. <laughs> I live an hour and a half from her and an hour from him. Yeah. And well, yeah, we, yeah. well Gypsy is in the name, so traveling is kind of the... That's right. You guys have to do travel. Yeah, if we don't travel... And it's faster in a car than like a cart, so... <laughs> yeah. Thank goodness we don't have to wrangle up the mule. I, yeah, I used, I used to ride my skateboard to her house, and then <laughs> yeah. the hills got too big. And they were alive with the sound of music. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Terrible. Well, well, awesome. So we got another another self titled track, "Old Nick and the Gypsies." Is this one going to be on the uh, new album that yes, you guys are working absolutely. on? Absolutely. Uh, just like uh, "Soft Ground," like you heard earlier, uh, that'll be on the album coming up too. So. Well, cool. Do you guys have plans like where you're going to record this yet? Like when it's when it'll be coming together? We're actually in the process of recording our album now. All right. uh, we've still got uh, a few studio days left to go in and, and lay down some more tracks. And then obviously we're going to do our mixing, mastering, and, and dupe and stuff. Have it out ideally by uh, May. So that's what we're looking at. It's a plan. All right, awesome. Well, this is Old Nick and the Gypsies with Old Nick and the Gypsies. What your And I swear that I won't leave Follow me with all your soul Oh, back home Cause I don't want to sleep alone No, I don't want to sleep alone Songs back when the days 
that's the noise of us being back with the old Nick and the Gypsy as their self-title. Uh, so you guys started recording in the studio. Uh, has that been a new adventure for you guys? Are you guys used to that? Have you done that before? I'm going to go ahead and let Cameron talk. And then I, I'm going I'm to just, just take up some Cameron tape Cameron has here. something to take say. Take up some tape here. Um, we'll take a nap. Not too much. Um, well, I've, I've recorded all my life, really, on and off. It's it's a lot different working with an engineer because they are not always the easiest people to work with. They're pretty opinionated. Just, right. And when you're opinionated yourself, it's not always the easiest thing to do. But uh, I think the album's going to sound pretty cool. It's a it's a it's a very produced version of our songs. Mm-hmm. Whereas um, if you for the live experience, it's a bit more earthy. Let's say it that way. The live experience is a bit more earthy. Yeah, and it's but, uh, but it's, it's always nice to have that produced version of your songs too for for radio quality and whatnot. I, I think it's going to be a really interesting mix of our songs. <laughs> but um, no, it, there's nothing easy about recording. It's right. It's, it's there's nothing easy about it. That's all I can say. And are you guys like? Uh, commuting all the way to the studio too or is it pretty pretty central well, our studio is located in athens so it's, okay. not, it's not too terribly it's actually more centralized than a lot of the things that we do uh-huh. uh and so I'm it's like pretty 20 easy minutes away from it it's fantastic yeah it's really easy it's actually probably <laughs> the easiest place we get to go yeah <coughs> yeah and it, it can be different like different studios have a lot of like their own sound almost right. and the yeah. and the engineers there are like oh yeah this is our sound this is how we make it yeah, yeah. we're working and, with a great engineer he's just you know he's just he works with a lot of um he works with a lot of local bands he's 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 got a, a good name let's see he yeah. does a great job i'm really excited to get this album finished and see yeah. what we can do with it yeah and that can be a challenge for um a lot of live bands um, especially where they're just so used to, you know, like yelling at the top of their heads, being in, involved with the crowd and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they like cut you up and put you in little like cells or something mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. and kind of, uh, you're just there like, Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm am I playing with other people yeah, or am I playing a with a robot? Odd. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah. it's kind of different. It's, it's so weird. I think we're going to try and do some, uh, full like live takes with a little we'll... bit of mixing editing, um, for our album as well. You know? Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. We all bring our own uh, our own experiences, obviously. And he's talking about mm-hmm. how it's hard to to deal with engineers who are super opinionated. I just happen to <laughs> be an engineer. That's super opinionated. That's, that's very super opinionated, opinionated oh, okay. and, and hard to work. I went, I went to, to college for audio engineering. I did work in radio, uh-huh. and I've done you know recording and live sound and all this other kinds of stuff. So coming mm-hmm. in to a band like this. And like really, I, I I like being able to step back, but I also like picking my battles because there's some things where I'm just like I'm gonna hold on to that, and not let go of that. You're not gonna you're not gonna wrestle that for me, my friend. Sorry, but you know and, it's just. And I just pretend he's not there sometime. But, and that's but, how we but make setup is quick. And, setup is quick. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean set up tear down ten minutes. Boom, done. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> I'm off to the side like, hey guys, I made some awesome potato crab. You the peacemaker, yeah. bring in the <laughs> peace so, offering. I am, I am totally the peacemaker. The peacemaker. <laughs> I'm like, hey guys, try every the band needs the peacemaker. Yeah. Everybody does. What was the What was the first uh, like track? Could be a cover or something that y'all played together that you just like. Oh man. This is really working, or maybe it's your own song. Uh, it was an original song. It was called uh, "Once or Twice," and we played it outside um, at the gazebo in Fayetteville. Like in front of the cool. house. We and plugged in. Mm-hmm. We just plugged into their yeah to their power, and 
And it was a, it was really, really cool. You could just tell immediately that, yeah. we, that we had something. And so we just, I just, I pushed and pushed and pushed and everybody else did too. And with a, with a great effort, we were able to do those practices and get everything down. And, and, and those 11 days really, I think were the defining factor of this band. Well, like, it sounds what, like it took a lot of, uh, what we got? you definitely knew people were, uh, uh, invested in everything, mm-hmm. yes, hitting exactly. it that hard, you know, in that short well, amount of time. And we got along and, so well. And we did. We got along so well. In those 11 days, it was just like, this This could really be something. We didn't have to spend any of the time uh, building our social skills with each other, get, trying to get to know each other. Quibbling really. or anything. It, it, was, just like, it was, let's get in, let's work on our music. And that's... Yeah, so and the music came so easy, too, because everybody here has such a, a good sense of, you know, melody and direction. So we didn't have to spend a lot of time like hassling over people not getting their parts right because usually in two or three takes we'd be able to play the song all the way through. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's really great that except being for able that to one like time. Yeah, except for that one time we were <laughs> 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 um, I really like being able to like do a bunch of like they actually introduced me to a sandwich shop and uh, like we actually went and ate there and I was kind of worried about how the chemistry would be after like, you know, just doing the band stuff. Because I had never really hung out with these guys. Until outside right, outside right. of the band. Then, you know, we did, we, you know, ate. And it was fun. We talked. We cut up. And I was just like, oh, my God, I'm so happy. That's not like. <laughs> hey, look, we get along outside yeah. of playing. Yeah. It's, there's, it's, there's no awkwardness outside of music. No. Oh, Unless but I, I can make it awkward. <laughs> Some people have skills for that. We too. can make it awkward. Yeah, me and Josh are best friends. I was saying the only thing that we don't have that makes us best friends is we haven't gotten a fist fight yet. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so maybe, maybe when we leave here, we'll get into a fist. Don't fight. count that down. It'll come with time. Hey, we're we're still recording, man. Let's let's make it one for the history books. Just <laughs> I'll just like tap the microphone and just, you guys there just yell. Go. It'll we'll it'll sound like it'll sound real. Just need to have that one person going. Kapow! Yeah, exactly. Like, whack. I'm gonna get your mom. <laughs> I'm telling on you. Kathak and all those. Kathak. Yeah, I don't know. Zowie. Because zip is totally the sound it makes. Kazip. Sarah's punches are kazips. <laughs> that sounds dangerous. I don't know. Kazip. I was reading one comic and they, they had like people walking and it was tup, 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 tup. I was just like, okay, that's a good tupping. I've been tupping around. Anyways. What about this uh, next track, Last Train? You want to talk about that one on camera? Sure. Um... <laughs> It sounds, it sounds a lot about like getting out of town. <laughs> yeah, it really cut, is. Cutting it's, out of some, uh, some st- hairy stuff or something. It's about growing up and uh, realizing that life isn't as simple as, mm-hmm. as you thought it would be. And especially as being a kid, you know. Because when you're a kid, everything's easy. You don't understand anything. But as you get older, you realize that there's a lot of hardships in life that are that are unspoken, but everybody goes through. And, and that's kind of what that song's about. And just going back home because that's the most comfortable place in the world, you know, to everybody, you know, typically. Did this one change and, um, a lot with the, with the bandmates too? Uh, yeah, it really did. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're just gonna laugh every time you ask that. This, this, <laughs> apparently, it's a totally different did it song change? every time. Ah, it did. This, it's actually one of my favorite songs that I've ever written. I just I love the flow of the song so mm-hmm. much and the message, and. And me and Josh, when me and Josh first got together, we put a, we spent a lot of time on it. Josh was going through. Josh was going through. A, Josh is getting emotional. 
it's the exact opposite of what we just said about how two three takes we got the song three weeks three weeks me cameron and i worked on this song well, in, his, in his defense he couldn't remember anything I because was, he was going and getting ct scans and stuff yeah, i was and having they were microwaving like, you while clinical <laughs> memory loss and oh all this stuff and, and so I, was, like, trying to I would be song. like hey let's play so last it was train a brand home. new song for him every, every time every <laughs> time i was like hey you remember last train home Dude, who are you? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> why are you in my house? I don't. I, mean, I play guitar. I don't know. I don't play bass. Plug in, man. Let's learn a song. All right. Yeah. So we spent about about three, about three weeks of our time on that, but that was so three God. days or three weeks. That's the process. That's, that's, that's it. Yeah. Really. Three thank takes. Thank God three weeks. for Sarah not being a part of it then, or maybe she wouldn't have stuck around. God. Probably. That was that month before we spent the month on last training, and even then. Only the base of it, like I said, not not the base, no pun intended, but <laughs> but the core of the song uh-huh. is the only thing that's really the same. Yeah, mm-hmm. melodies have changed, lines have changed. Josh wrote a couple lines for the song. And imagine Sarah's like all the really cool melodies with three voices. I mean, that's a that's a lot to build with, and I mean, affects a lot. I mean, you have to plan out some of your melodies and harmonies, or it or it can get like muddy. Oh, fast, it can get you know? really really muddy. We've dealt with that a lot too. Yeah, but smack. <laughs> Josh. But just I, th- I think that I think that we're really clearing that up, though. I think that once it's out in the open and spoken of, if if it's just this like secret thing that nobody talks about, then it'll go on forever. But as soon as you bring it out into the open, typically we can work through it and get it out and fix it pretty quick. Yeah, that's a great thing about like having a good uh, rapport, I guess, in between each other. Anyways, is because you can be upfront about like. Oh, uh, that or this and all that stuff, and yeah, it's actually too keep much. working too much. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, too much. Com- sometimes communication can be too much. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Cameron and I have learned very much that. Uh, what? Well, so how that, long? How long have you guys been like? We've only friends? Known, we've known each other for April? eleven months. Last April. Okay, because yeah. every time we talk about each other, it's like, oh yeah, when we were on the trampoline, when we were eleven. No, <laughs> I, I know it feels like that, but that's the weird chemistry. But no, right, Cameron, right. No, it seems. Cameron and I know we can't really be around each other for like five days straight because then all four we... days straight's fine, but five <laughs> days straight, <laughs> well, that, that fist fight that I was talking quick. about is coming. I, I really want to kill him. Well, you and, know your limits, and right. so <laughs> exactly. And so I just go go back to my place. and I'm like, hey man, I'm not answering your calls today. And uh, I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, if, if and we, then we're fine. If we back do a to tour to this summer, it's going to be really interesting to see how that goes. It'd it's be gonna... nice if we could get like a camera feed in there the entire time just to watch us just abolish <laughs> each other. Just... It would be, it would be Let's awful. just say this. Sarah can only get so much food for you guys. Right. Chill out. Oh, yeah. So. Well, like, I actually, I cook for them all the time. I love cooking and I love, like, trying out new recipes. That's an awesome bandmate to have, I'll tell you what. Good, no, it's, like, it's, seriously, they're like, oh, yeah. And, like, my mom's like, aren't you worried about the woman in the kitchen thing? I'm like, not really because it's very enjoyable. She says, add a girl. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I learned to cook because I love to eat and, like, oh, yeah. I was just a. Oh, we all love to cook. Let's talk about the gypsies. Because yeah, food and I need it That's in true. my stomach. Every one of the gypsies are chefs. We but can I all cook. <laughs> That'd I be actually... a real variety show if you guys were like cooking while you're singing. Oh, and yeah. just be like, oh. well, we, well, we do that, you know. Sing all your recipes. We'll actually be on the Food Magic. Network uh, performing next week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, Last Train Home. Paula Dean, Old Nick, and the Gypsies. <laughs> Last Train Home is actually the song that I was using to, like, to practice on mostly when I was in Wisconsin, but it kept making me cry. Because I was like, I just want to be back in Decatur where there's sun and not snow. <laughs> right. And yeah. your I guess the greatest. <laughs> I guess the greatest moment that ever happened in Last Train Home is we were playing it. 
And it just sounded amazing. And I stopped halfway through the song and said, wow, we're going to win a Grammy. (laughs) And then I was like, whoa, whoa, bro. Take a step. (laughs) Check yourself. No, I, I, you know, that that was a really cool moment. Yeah. It's just whenever we finally realized that we had something here that was worth something as opposed to just being like a local band who's playing gigs just to mm-hmm. enjoy it for now themselves. we're so much more than three musicians just playing music together yeah yeah you've got a good family vibe going on and very good chemistry <laughs> yeah it's yeah. like well related but like just found out yeah <laughs> like, this is my long last brother josh and Kim, and it's like well i guess i'm your uncle now all right well, <laughs> like, uncle well josh. let's hear this track with uh old nick and the gypsies last train
I wasn't doing the melody. I was trying to try and do a harmony with what you were doing, but you stopped. I got confused. Well, that was Last Train Home. <laughs> and and some extra. Oh, <laughs> Lord. But yeah, uh, back with Old Nick and the Gypsies in the Spice Rack. Uh, they're working on their album. Should be out in May. And they have an email. What's y'all's email, anyways? It's oldnickandthegypsies at gmail.com. And we do have an Instagram as mm-hmm. well, so you can follow oh, us on there as there's well. There's pictures and stuff. Yeah, well. Exactly. Some, <laughs> for all those pictures. amateur photographers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. We, we've uh, been foraying into all the new social medias. There's there's a new one every day, so you get exactly. to do, like, your Instagram. There's, I'm sure there'll be one, like, for fingerprints up soon. It'll be, like, print Facebook yeah. or something. Oh, sure. Print book or something. Print, print book. Who knows, who knows. <laughs> Well, uh, so what about this, kids? This is a more upbeat kind of uh, joyous song. Did that that one's got that one's got a lot of uh, I don't I don't know like breaks in it and and harmony and a lot of background stuff. Did that one take a while to like come together and work work? <laughs> I think that the, the, like that was probably like the, the eighth or ninth time that we played it ever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we haven't played it many times at all. Like. We practiced it a couple times, and then we played it at like two or three gigs, and then we played it here. Mm-hmm. Do you like playing your like newest stuff at gigs just to oh, see how it goes oh, over? Oh, yeah. yeah, it's so much fun. It's especially nice when you have a crowd that's receptive to your stuff in general. We end up playing a lot of times to crowds that are like 
passive listeners, not active. They're not there necessarily. They're waiting to for see you us. to play the radio rather than listening to what your material is. Or right. listening to covers. That's what they're accustomed to hearing at the venues we play a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Which so, is unfortunate. But last night we played um two fifty five Pratt Avenue, which is a delicious, delicious diner. Oh yes. And, and great guys. That was there. that was a great crowd. Was there was great. a lot of people there and it was it was just right up our alley. It was definitely our demographic, and we appealed to a lot of people. I think a lot of people really enjoyed us. Especially that two year old that kept running around like, "Yay!" It was so cute, <laughs> joyous. Yeah, it's always good to have some little extra energy. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and they've uh, I think they do a show almost every week. Like I I call it like the folk sampler because this is a folk show, but it's almost like an open mic because they have so many different acts come right. through there. Yeah. You get to hear all sorts of stuff. So yeah, yeah. yeah. They had two. So big thanks to Delicious Diner and Patrick Bakula and all the folks that put that together yeah, for fantastic. supporting the scene over there. And it's an awesome building, so I'm glad something oh is going. God, it's, it's so cool. If yeah. y'all haven't been, if I don't could, know if you're not from Huntsville or something, check it out sometime. It's like uh, it looks like the the 50s space age like dropped a bomb like right on Pratt, and this strange hooping building has grown out it of it. It looks like awesome. if you press a button in the kitchen, it'll shoot off into space. <laughs> yes, that's what it looks like. So or like, or if you pushed a button that said diner, like on a 50s control panel, it'd just pop up out of right, the ground exactly. or something. <laughs> right, like, oh, stereotypical diner. What did they think it would look like? Well, that's it right there. A future diner. It's like one of those places you can't say, knock on wood, and look for wood to knock on because everything's made out of, like, tin and metal <laughs> exactly. and steel. It's like being inside a time machine when you're in there. It's really cool. <laughs> but good Caribbean food. Oh, my god. They got um, so all sorts of tasty treats, so check them out. Are you guys going to plan on playing there again Absolutely. sometime in the future? Absolutely. Um, yeah. We're still actually working on figuring out when we'll be back. It, it won't be um, long. A couple weeks to a month and we'll be back there. Cool. Absolutely. So we'll is there is there a for that. favorite venue you've found, I don't know, in Tennessee or North Alabama or any, any places that you've enjoyed playing that or well, you we, thought we, were unique? We enjoy playing everywhere we play. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the, the venue itself, you know, it just gives us our avenue to present what we love to do to the, to the masses. Right. Um, I mean, as far as like any venue over another... I haven't really found a favorite. I mean, there's nothing that really stands out because at the end of the night, we don't judge our our performances mm-hmm. by where we play. We would judge it on how, how on the crowd how, was. On how the crowd was. And mm-hmm. you can't really judge a venue a lot of times by the crowd it has just from the times you play there, you know. Yeah, it's, it's been pretty cool, though, being able to play so many places. It's, it's, there is no favorite, but like every single every single show, no matter if we do bad or really well at a song, it's always fun. It's just... Right. We want to see new faces, and so we see new faces in a crowd that always makes us happy. Yeah. Even if we play the same, you know, venue three or four weeks in a row, if we mm-hmm. see mm-hmm. new people at that venue, you know, we'll keep coming because we know they're hearing our music maybe for the first time, and we want to just keep showing as many people as we can. So, do you guys uh, enjoy like the larger crowds or smaller crowds? Which one? Well, which one strikes your fancy? Well, or are you just anybody? <laughs> The, anybody who's the, anybody the, who's listening, <laughs> the normal response would be, "Oh, give us a huge crowd," but right, and 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 that would, and that's wonderful. But I also really enjoy those intimate shows when you've got a really, yeah. really re- like receptive crowd of right. you know, like you twenty to thirty people who are really just enjoying your music, as opposed to maybe playing in front of one hundred and fifty people and then you still only have thirty or forty people listening anyway. Right, right. So you might as well be having an intimate show. But you, you'll find a, a lot of noise in the bigger places. There's a lot of noise and distractions besides just what yeah, we're doing. Uh-huh. The more people that are there, the harder it's going to be to get their attention. 
Right, right, and speak to him on a one-to-one level almost. Yeah, and, and every show that I've ever been to, like shows in Nashville and things, my favorite shows are, I always love seeing my artists when there's just, you know, 10 or 15 people there. Mm-hmm. Because then you get the chance to really talk to them and ask them about their music, and I love doing that. And 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 I suggest that anybody who loves our music to do the same with us. We're always open to talk to anybody about it. Cool. So y'all went up to New York for a while. You, you want to talk about that or... I went up to oh, New York. Oh, Sarah went up to New York? Oh, okay. One of her things, yeah. yeah. one of my things. It was a high school what, band was... trip. God. <laughs> but I... were, you weren't playing, like, on your own up no, there then? No, that was, like, before I ever met the met these guys. But, yeah, and it was, it was um, well before I met these guys. And mm-hmm. If you ever want to go to anywhere out of state, don't go, like, on, like, a trip with other people. Like, <laughs> like plan it out as, like, we're going on vacation to this place rather than we're going to go and uh, tag along trip. with this group because it was, I was the only senior in a group full of freshmen, and I had this chaperone. I was like, hey, can you help me wrangle t- <laughs> uh, little Timmy over here because he's in the he's in the Lego pit for some stupid reason. So, it's, yeah, it's pretty interesting. <laughs> that sounds difficult. I don't know. New York was scary, but it was fun. I was about to say New York. I know those those gargantuan cities. I'm just like, oh, I'm gonna get run over. Like, there's just too many humans oh, and big. machines and pieces of like concrete. Yeah, and you'll be squashed. The, say y'all. You're from Alabama, right? Say right, y'all. Right. Come on. You guys wear shoes. Howdy. What? It's like what? I didn't know. Are you sure that that's not your brother husband over there? You know, it's just like, oh my god. We got several. <laughs> are you inbred questions? And it was terrible. Like it was, it was the worst thing ever. That's People think some interesting. It was an awful question to ask you, but like we got it a lot. It was the like, do you? It's cool. They're from this? Alabama. They'll totally understand. They'll it. understand. That's terrible stereotype. It's okay. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for uh, traveling out to us. Yeah, uh, thanks for no having problem. us. Yeah, we, we hope to see you maybe at the Delicious Diner, and you can listen out for their album coming out in May. Old Nick and the Gypsies. You can get at their Facebook. Is it Old Nick and the Gypsies? That's like, it. Mm-hmm. Slash Old Nick and the Gypsies, I guess. It's just, uh, yeah, Old Nick and the Gypsies. Uh, mm-hmm. If you have any hard time spelling it, don't. Just, like, Old Nick and the Gypsies. All words. <laughs> the computer will figure all it out All words, no that. symbols. So... Yeah. Okay, there you go. That's a good way to do it, because once you start pulling in the underscores and the slashings and the hyphens right. and all those yeah. things, it it's, it's no good. Well, we'll hear this last track, Kids. Uh, you guys want to say anything about that before we cut out? Well, that was that's um, one of two, but it's it's my it's my summer anthem. Attempt at. It's, a, it's our attempt at a summer <laughs> anthem. I'd say and it's successful. I think, I think it There's a lot of cheers well. and... Hoops and holler is great, and it's and it's really short and quick and just down to the point. And I, and I think there's a lot of chemistry in that song. We just want I you to move shows to really it. Well. You know, we want it. We want yeah. it to move you either when you're physically listening. or emotionally. Yeah. I prefer physically for this one, but yeah. you know what? If you feel it in your heart, we did our job. Stanky leg, whatever. Makes me yeah. smile yeah. every time I play it. Every single time I play it, when I heard it and play it, I'm it, just it like, is a smiling song. It's one of those ones you're like, <laughs> you can start out like all sad. It's like trying to, it's like trying to frown, like when you're like. In the extremely middle of, happy. Like at a part. Like when you're extremely happy, it's like trying to be really, really mad. <laughs> it's like, I'm really happy, but I'm going to try to frown for you guys. It's not going to work. <laughs> no, not with kids. Yeah. Old Nick and the Gypsies are looking for shows right now. So if you want to get in contact with them, get up at their Facebook or their email, Old Nick and the Gypsies at Gmail, right? At Gmail, that's okay. right. Mm-hmm. And this will be Old Nick and the Gypsies with kids. Well, I was trying to skip town and you came running slowing me down and i thought to myself oh could this be love your 
eyes were screaming Take me away while you were saying Come with me, babe But let's go anywhere but here Now don't be scared, honey, have no fear Let's put our backs towards the wind And we'll dream just like we're kids of Spice Radio from Huntsville, Alabama. You guys know what you want, and you don't have to do too much to get it. Get with us at spice-radio.com. If you have a podcast, you make music or art, or you have an event that you want to promote in the Tennessee Valley, you can find us at www.facebook.com slash spiceradiohuntsville, or on Twitter at spiceradiohsv. And again, our website, spice-radio.com.